Hi, I'm Olivia from Onso Studio and welcome to the Brame podcast. Are you struggling to stay in love with your brand visuals? You find yourself beavering away hours and hours of just really re-editing your logo design, picking new fonts, color palettes, rearranging the content on your website again and again. And it's all in the hopes to better what you had before. Maybe you're aimlessly scrolling on Pinterest and you spot a new trend to copy or someone else's design you think, oh, that looks pretty, I should be more like that. The frustrating part is in the moment, redesigning your visuals sometimes can feel like the right thing to do. You've convinced yourself that this is the last time you'll rebrand because it feels like truly like you've truly found the perfect look. But like a true perfectionist, you find yourself getting the itch. Doubt resurfaces again and you start questioning your brand all over again. And you ask things like, is it professional or pretty enough? Um, But wait, is that really me? Is it attractive to my ideal customers that I want? But is it as good as theirs? And don't worry, you're not alone. I've experienced this firsthand and how to put an end to this rebranding cycle. Stay tuned if you want to learn exactly why you can't stick to your brand look, identify the key problems that have accumulated beneath your brand causing you all this frustration and doubt. I'm going to be here helping you address these issues so you can have a brand that feels in sync with your small business. I want you to feel happier and confident with your branding so you can free up more time to grow the audience you want and build trust online. When on social media, we can't help ourselves but make snap judgments and kind of compare ourselves to others. It's actually no shock that we do this with our brand. When we see someone else's brand looking better than ours, and are clearly killing it online, you start to doubt your own brand strength. You might have in the past jumped to the solution to copying theirs because if it's doing great things for them, why can't it do the same for you, right? Unfortunately, branding doesn't work that way. Another brand style cannot transfer over its trust, traffic, audience or level of success over to you. It has to be earned. Plus, let's take a moment to realize that copying is just never a good idea. A brand is your way to show off why a specific person should buy or work with you. Your brand is there to differentiate you from the masses and highlight your you-ness. Think about the show Friends. The show has characters and each of those characters have a different set of traits And anyone can identify or might have a favorite character because of their personality. A show with all the same sort of characters wouldn't wouldn't really work and it would be pretty boring to watch. Your brand needs to be different from the rest. Copying someone else's branding is just a way for you to sort of hide and indicate that you might currently be struggling with confidence issues online. Don't panic, you're not alone um, in that and it's something we can address later on in this episode. I understand you want to impress your ideal customers and having the perfect brand look which includes being original, professional, creative, 
and damn right clever. <laughs> you love what you do and you want only the best for your business. And that includes having the best brand identity. But by constantly striving for this idea of perfection, it comes at a timely cost, which I'm sure you're all well aware of by now. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. But being perfect all the time will only make you think that there's always room for improvement. It's arguably a form of procrastination. I believe it can stem from a place of fear, fear of not being enough already. And that's why you've been dedicating hours tweaking pixels on a screen and not really growing your brand or doing the things that will actually make you money online. If you've been mentally nodding in agreement, then listen closely. The reason why you've been struggling is because you've been choosing your brand style for all the wrong reasons. You've been too hung up on looking the best and impressing your customers and perfecting what you already have rather than getting a firm hold on what is right for you. If you hadn't realized the best and most impactful brands come in all shapes and sizes, you know why? Because they've been built specifically in that way for a reason, for a specific business and for solely their purpose. It's time to stop copying and hiding behind other people's brand visuals and stop doubting and taking control of your brand for good. You're probably wondering, so what do I need to do? Hopefully by now you've realized that no matter the amount of brand editing, it will never provide you with the satisfaction or contentment that you really want. This will only happen when you gain some brand clarity. To ending this rebranding cycle, you must go to the root core of your brand identity, gain a clear idea on what type of message you're trying to communicate. It's time to connect with your audience and stop being so focused on being the best and start identifying what the best looks like for you. So sort of you can repeat after me. It's less about how my brand looks and more about why it should look like this. In order to get off this brand conveyor belt you've sort of put yourself on, you're going to need to stop and carve out a chunk of time to understand what you want. This is the step you've been missing previously and the root cause to most of your problems. You may feel this sudden urge to rush through this stage because you've already spent so much time previously rebranding and I know you need to get back to your to-do list and the things that actually make you happy and make you money online. I see you, but in all seriousness, I don't speed through this process. If you do, you'll more likely be back here again and will only end up costing you and hurting your business in the long run. Have you heard other brand designers harper on about the importance of building an intentional and strategic brand? Well, this is what we're really referring to. It's about gaining a clear understanding around who your brand is what it is you want to communicate, who do you want to attract and talk to. Think of this as your brand pillars and once you have got them in place, you can easily align a design and look on top of it. You can stop choosing things on a whim and stop using your subjective eyes and feel less impulsive to go on what looks good in the moment. Instead, you can mindfully select elements and actually build a brand style with a reason. You can now form a meaningful brand look that is deeper for you than just shallow based, oh, that looks good. 
Once you've completed the process, you'll actually have the language and visuals to explain clearly who your brand is. You can use it and defend it and uphold it. The way you talk about your brand should just sort of simply roll off the tongue as naturally when someone asks you for your name, there's no hesitation, just simply effortless. And the visuals you pick for your brand language should now feel like home for your business. So that now when you see another business's design, you're not tempted and you can actually rationally think that wouldn't be right for you because it hasn't been made with you in mind. Up next, I'll be guiding you in how to create brand designs that will stick. So first of all, we got to look at you. By getting a good idea on your personality, style, identity, strengths and weaknesses, you can build a brand that is just right for you and your needs. It's vital in this section to identify how you play a part in your brand identity. For example, do you want your personality and face as the central focus for your brand? If you're already showing up online every day and have no issues around showing your face lots, this might be the perfect positioning for you. However, if you've been using someone else's brand identity as a crutch to hide behind and the thought of talking on social media gives you literally cold sweats, you may feel more comfortable taking a step back from the brand focus and implementing other ways to connect with your audience. This doesn't mean you can't ever show your face. I would highly recommend that you work on it But this way you don't feel pressured to build a brand that relies on you showing up all the time. We all know that if your brand is talking to everyone, it's really not talking to anyone. But that doesn't mean you have to be pigeonholing yourself and thinking, oh, I'm only talking to one specific person, but rather to a specific ideal group. Identify who it is that your brand is talking to is key in building a brand identity. If you haven't already made an ideal customer or client profile, you can go listen to the full version of this section in episode seven. I'll take a moment just to guide you a few key points right now. And some of them should be around who do you want to do business with? What do they want and need? What drives behavior in your ideal audience? What are their problems either internally and externally? And what are they visually attracted to? It's really tricky sometimes to actually get into the mind of your customer. And that's why I think it's best to stick to proven methods such as um, personality type systems and brand archetypes. These things help us actually identify clearly on what the drivers are and their fears and desires within your ideal customer. And that will really help when it comes to selling and positioning your brand. It's now time to identify what you want to communicate to your audience. You'll be closely looking at your message, story and values. Firstly, your message. This will include things like your purpose, mission and vision statement. Your purpose is more the emotional reason behind your brand. The mission is more actionable and the vision is the long term view. Okay, moving on to story. Your story is a way for you to connect and relate to your audience. Sharing your story with people is actually more powerful than you know. We might not remember your face or name, but your customers and clients are more likely to remember your story. Lastly, your values. These help describe your brand. You need to choose them carefully and think about what it is that you want to be known for. 
stand for and be remembered as. Your brand might evolve, but your values are here to stay. I explain um, brand strategy in five steps in episode three. Now it's time to gather all this information, use it to help influence your brand look. Your brand has been feeling off because you've been building it inside out. It's now time for you to design a brand that actually reflects everything you stand for. I understand it can be difficult for non-creators listening. You're probably thinking, how do I use all this information and turn it into a look? And here's a simplified way to go about it. Start off just by selecting three keywords to help you guide yourself through this brand design process. You may have realized a few things on the way when you were building your brand strategy. Maybe you realize your brand is a more luxury brand due to higher prices. Or maybe you've realized something within the ideal audience, sort of about the personality type, and you need to be more simple or soft or bold. Use this information as a way to understand what they would want to visually see and enjoy. Your last keyword might be influenced from your values, and you can maybe present this through things like color and fonts that you use. Do bear in mind that Even with your brand strategy, you can probably have a few different brand directions to take your look in. So it's important that you're looking carefully at everything and making sure you're doing the best and selecting the best elements to try and communicate what you want. And the best way is by gathering inspiration and collecting it into a group rather than just picking one thing. That way you won't make the same mistake and look like an exact duplicate of someone else's. It's now time to wrap this episode up. You've now got all the knowledge and steps to build a brand identity that will not only stick, but will actually work for you. Instead of it becoming a hindrance, it's time to finally say goodbye to the frustrating rebranding cycle and start moving forward to make time for growth. I know you're ready, so start getting to know your brand in depth by doing the strategy. Need a little more hand-holding with the brand strategy stuff? I've got you covered. Tune into the Brand Made Podcast and use my five simple steps to building brand strategy in episode three. Thanks for listening to the Brand Made Podcast. If what I said helped you, please subscribe. And if you have a few seconds, just to spare, leave a quick star rating review. It really does help my podcast grow organically. I hope you join me next week. And in the meantime, visit onsitestudio.com where you can browse all my free resources and paid products, including website templates and custom and semi-custom brand identity and website services. I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.